Welcome back to Microfamous. I love this topic because it is based on real conversations I've had with a lot of clients over the years, but specifically a client that we've been working with just over the last few weeks. And we've been talking about the, the jump from working with almost exclusively one-on-one -on -one clients to scaling beyond that and putting that demand into group coaching programs and signing people up for that rather than taking on more individual clients and even maybe scaling to the point where you primarily sell the group programs and you get out of one-on-one -on -one coaching or you only take very select private clients that come to you behind the scenes and you have like a handful of clients. So one of our clients uh, has made that transition over the last few years and her life is uh, much, much better for it. Uh, I know others that are uh, that are in different stages of then that transition. We have a brand new client who's in the beginning stage of that transition. And that's more of what I want to talk about, because if you are, you know, taking on clients through relationships and referrals, speaking engagements, etc. You know, those clients uh, can come easy. They don't always come easy, but, you know, they, they come easy in a sense because they're coming from uh, the place of wanting a relationship with you, which is great. Uh, it feeds the ego. It's, it's our first step into coaching. It's amazing. It's awesome. I love it. Um, but the bottom line is they often don't want anything that's leveraged in any way. They don't want something scalable. They want our time. They want access to our brain, our heart, our soul. So the key to breaking out of that and taking on clients who are willing to get less of you, but still enthusiastically sign up is about way more than just lowering the price. You know, it, it's got to be based on more than just, hey, you get less of me and it therefore it's less cost because what they hear, even if they don't, and I'm going to give you an opinion, this is not, uh, you know, and there's no way to empirically know this, but uh, this is what I feel like they're hearing when you offer something that's a step down from your individual one on one coaching, but it costs less money. What you're really saying is, hey, you could get these awesome, amazing results over here if you work with me all the time. But if you're not willing to do that, then you have this other offer where you can get less of me, but it costs less money. But what you're subconsciously conveying is, well, but you're also going to get less results because you're getting less of me and, and me is the secret to results. That's not really the message that you want to send, especially if you want to scale up beyond individual client work. So I guess the first thing that I want to get across when you're thinking about scaling up and breaking out of this trap of just only doing one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and being on that hamster wheel is that in order to scale beyond that, your level of influence has to go up. And podcasting does exactly that, helps you build real enduring influence. So in the book, in the Microfamous book, I break down the three elements of influence, which are authority, visibility, and relationships in my model. And there's a lot that I could say on how podcasting kind of works for each of those elements. But I think a story here is the best. So uh, Jay Campbell is a perfect example. He's one of our clients, and he's one of just a handful of influencers and experts in the very tiny but rapidly followed space of men's hormone optimization. Super, super, super niche, but the people there are absolutely enthusiastic. They vacuum up content. They are sponges of information. And uh, we've been producing his podcast for, gosh, five plus years, something like that. And he's approaching 300 episodes of his show. He has a ton of men reaching out that want to work with him personally, right? They want to work with him. They want him looking at their blood work him telling them what supplements they should take, him doing all the work of recommending and building a personalized optimization plan, right? Which is great if that's what he wanted to do, but of course it's not. He's looking to scale beyond that. And so what he did is because he has this level of influence, he was able to partner with another influencer in the space and together they built a multi-six-figure group program in just a couple of months. I mean, it was absolutely unreal. 
they put it out there, they launch, and the next thing you know, multiple six figures a year in predictable monthly revenue. Now, how is this possible? Well, it's because his level of influence allowed him to channel all that demand for him and his content into a scalable program that people wanted, even though they weren't getting a one-on-one -on -one coaching relationship with him. So in my opinion, people's willingness to settle for a scalable group program is directly related to your level of influence in your space. It's not just about your visibility. It's not just whether people know you. It's not just whether you're on social media every day in your space. It's your level of influence, real enduring influence in your space. So that's number one, is podcasting is going to help you build that real level of influence. And when you have that level of influence, you can, uh, I would say in a certain way, you cash in, right? You cash in that some of that influence and you channel it over into a group program instead of a one-on-one -on -one thing. And you're saying like, hey, you can get the same results because we have this program that we've designed to get you X results. It's not just about, hey, I don't have time for all of you. So buy this group thing over here and where you get less of me, but you know, you know it's, but it's less money, right? That, like that's not a great message to send. What you wanna send is, hey, I wanna get you X result and I've designed a program and a path to get you there and I wanna help more people. So here's the way that I've constructed to do this that you still get the results of working with me one-on-one, -on -one, but through a different method. So another way to kind of hit that point home is number two on my list here, which is you have to channel some of the demand for you into demand for your system. Or if you're selling a group group program, you wanna channel demand into the, uh, you know, some of that into demand for the program and not for you. And the, the advantage of podcasting and how this helps is podcasting gives you the control of your message and the quality time with your audience to make that transition, to say, hey, I know you love me. If you love me, if you resonate with me and my content, that's awesome. Let me, let me show you my system and I'm gonna take you through my system because it's the system that produces the results, not just me and my brain and my awesomeness. That's a message that if you have an audience that has connected with you very deeply and they want you and they want you in their life, like you need time, <laughs> you need you need time with it. Like that's not something you can just throw a Facebook ad in front of them and go, hey, I know you love me, but hey, go buy this thing over here that's less of me. It doesn't work. Um, and that's why people that, that may try to make this jump find themselves going back and they go, man, like I have this group program, it's scalable in theory, except not, not enough people are buying it. So it's not actually scaling. Well, that's the problem is because people want you and you're not channeling that demand into demand for your system. They want you and not your system. So let's look at an example of someone that did this the right way. Lars Hedenberg, another amazing client. I love Lars. He's one of the sharpest guys I know in the coaching business. He really could be teaching people how to build uh, coaching businesses. So once he got out of his uh, real estate business where he was uh, making, uh, you know, netting a million a year and working less than one day a week in the real estate business, he then went on to start a coaching company, which he also grew to seven figures and eventually got to the point where he was working as little as four hours a week inside the coaching business. So this is a guy that knows how to scale. But more than that, it's the, it's the way that he markets his coaching because it puts more of an emphasis on his system than on personal access to him. The focus of the marketing is on the tools, the methodology that he's created, not on you know, getting access to Lars's brain and Lars's time. So by the content that he puts out there on his podcast, yes, he's building influence and creating demand, but it's not just demand for time with him. He's creating demand for a system and that system can be coached by people other than Lars himself. And that's the secret to being able to bring in staff coaches, for example. The demand has to be for your system and not for you personally, your time, your brain, your handholding. Now, if both of these things we've talked about are happening, 
your level of influence is building, demand for you is growing, you're channeling that demand into a scalable group program. Well, what happens next? Well, what happens is podcasting frees you up to spend more of your time in marketing mode rather than client service mode. And that's the key to making big leaps in your influence. So now you have the time to go write for, I don't know, entrepreneur.com, Fortune, Forbes, whatever. Uh, you have the time to fly out and appear on the Today Show like one of our clients just did last week. Or you have time to write that book, which most of our clients have. Or you can go after the bigger speaking engagements and podcast appearances that put you in front of bigger audiences. And then guess what? You send them back to your podcast, right? Because that's your incubator. Many of those opportunities just won't show up in your life until you've created the white space on your calendar and the mental space in your head to allow those opportunities to come in, those bigger opportunities to come in. Because it's really difficult when you're stuck in that cycle of just servicing clients one-on-one -on -one and you're on that hamster wheel where uh, you're servicing and then you're marketing, but really just kind of getting just enough marketing out there that brings in more one-on-one -on -one clients and all they want is you and you can't get them to work with staff coaches, you can't get them to buy enough group programs to where that kind of replaces half or more of your income to where you can back off on your ideal clients. Like it's a whole trap that I see people fall into and they think, oh, the way out is I'm going to create this group scalable thing. It's going to be less time with me, but it's also less money. So therefore people will buy it. Like not necessarily, right? You have to, at the same time, when you're creating a scalable group program, that's less money and less time for you on, um, there's a counterweight to that, which is that your level of influence in the space has to go up to where people are willing to get less access to you, even though it's less money, but still believe they will get the result that they would get if they worked with you personally one-on-one. -on -one. And that love, it'd be, so your influence level has to go up in the space. You have to channel some of that demand for you into demand for your system, right? So they're willing to sign up for something that takes them through the system, and it's not just about access to your brain. And then what you do with that extra time that's now freed up through things like podcasting, and the fact that you now have people signing up for your group program, so you don't have to take as many one-on-one -on -one clients, then you pour that time and energy that used to be all in on, on serving clients. Now you can take some of that and go, okay, what's the next big thing for me? You know, is it the Today Show? Is it entrepreneur.com? Is it Forbes? Is it Fortune? Is it speaking? Is it podcast appearances? Is it writing that book that I've had in me for five years? Whatever it is, you've got to get to the point where you have the white space on your calendar and the mental space in your mind and your heart and your soul to where you can go after those bigger opportunities. And that's where the big leaps in influence come from. That's when you can get to that level of, you know, like a Tony Robbins in the mid to late 80s when the infomercial craze was just, just about to take off. And Tony Robbins was like the second person to have an infomercial selling self-help products uh, and the only live person because the first one was uh, selling, I believe it was Think and Grow Rich or something like that, a Nightingale Conan system. Uh, so it was from someone that had passed away already. So Tony Robbins was the first living person to sell his own uh, self-development materials on an infomercial and bam, rides that wave, rides that wave. And then he's been riding that wave ever since. So those types of opportunities don't come if you're stuck head down servicing clients and just marketing enough to get a few more individual one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and you're stuck in that cycle. You can't really go after or sink your teeth into those big, big life-changing, big leaps type of opportunities. So you've got to clear the space mentally, emotionally, and just practically on your calendar in your life so that you can chase those opportunities. So that's what I've got for you. That's how podcasting helps escape the trap of one-on-one -on -one coaching clients. If you enjoyed the show, share it, tell another coach, consultant, thought leader, author, speaker, whatever, tell them about the show, uh, send this to them. 
And uh, make sure to leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts for the show because that also helps put the show in front of more people and it shows that you just enjoy it. Uh, I read every single one of those. And of course, you can get a copy of Microfamous on the website, getmicrofamous.com and learn more about our podcast production service. I've mentioned some of our clients today, Jay Campbell, Lars Hedenberg. Uh, we've been producing their shows uh, for quite a while. They're amazing clients. And if you want to have that same type of experience where you just show up on Zoom, hit record, and we do everything else, including the guest booking, so you can relax and know that everything is handled for you, that's what we do. So go to getmicrofamous.com, check us out there. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.